0: Welcome, everybody, to our live True Self talk right after our remote energy session. Connect with your True Self. My name is Jonah Brentes, and I am welcoming all of you. Very excited to speak with you. This is the live sharing here after our energy session, our remote energy session. Where it's all about your personal and inner experience. I don't really have time to to do an entire slideshow during the session, but um, I'm always sort of pulling out a few pictures uh, that kind of help to to show what we have seen, experienced, read throughout the session. So this is a medium-sized group, we've protocoled your personal energies as well. And I just wanna get started with a brief overview here, what we have picked up from all of you as a group. And uh, you are more than welcome to inquire about your own energies. And uh, co-facilitators, Cheryl, Denise, Anette, Amanda, Uh, Please chime in at any time. Uh, This is uh, always a bit challenging for us to speak right away because we have to process this too. So the picture that you see here on the screen, for me, energetically best visualizes what we've seen during the session. So there was a lot of activity going on. Subjectively, the way this felt to most of us here was that there was an immediate heart opening right at the beginning, huge sighs, lots of relief, felt really nice, uh, but then something immediately came in that blocked this feeling, so there was tears, there, there was like real beautiful beginning in the uh, 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 things that, that opened up for us in the first five minutes and then Everything contracted, the heart chakra, the fourth chakra became blocked. And then things started to happen throughout the body. You may have felt lots of different things in your body throughout the session. This is actually quite physical, I want to add. Um, In the hip area, in the buttocks area, um, legs, the lower body didn't even feel like present, shoulders felt kind of numb, back felt tight, and um, the second chakra, uh, you know, the belly area, uh, felt a little vulnerable at first, and then the kidney started to hurt, and then something that we uh, experienced quite frequently, sort of the, the energy baby was growing in us. I don't know if you all know what I mean with this. This is like when, your uh, emotional processing kind of shows that there's stuff stored. So obviously there's emotions, unprocessed stuff, uh, that uh, sort of needs to come out somehow. And if this doesn't get fully expressed, then we tend to form an energy baby. So we tend to carry our weight in the front as well. It's a bit combination of uh, really just unprocessed stuff. and. Um, uh, you know, sort of a protection, a shielding as well. Now, throughout the session, we also felt a lot on the backside of our bodies. And this often means that our energies are too far leaning forward, too far leaning into the future. And this is then a really sort of part of the main theme here on the deeper energetic level, because there was something like a seeking there In regards to the future. So it seems like that this global situation that we are having here uh, does something to our energy and as energetically sensitive, obviously we already know that, but we don't quite yet fully discern what's ours, what is coming in through the collective and what needs to be done. So one of the, the main things that I took from this session was really the need to remember to connect within and to listen to our inner guidance instead of waiting or seeking. There's a lot of resistance in us right now in regards to this 3D reality. There was a straight out refusal of accepting the physical 3D experience in a lot of you people. So that's something that we now hear in this time, the end of July, that we need to really work with. We need to face this. We have to look at what reality is. This is extremely important that the, the virus thing is not going to go away. Um, yes, if you live in a few countries where you, know, you just got out, out of the first wave and you're like sort of things are slowly going back to normal. Then you can already see the numbers elsewhere. Um, yes, here too. Things are escalating again. Sorry,
1: guys, for this disturbance.
0: And uh, we have to learn how to deal with this, okay? We uh, have to learn how to deal with the economic repercussions. We have to deal with, uh, you know, just, just literally all these these uh, changes in, in values and lifestyle, in social values and money-making and so forth. And it is understandable that many of us have a problem with not being able to see a future right now. But there is a bit of a danger here, guys. It's very important that you understand this. Because, and this was kind of cute how this was shown in this session, life will go on, okay? and. For us here as conscious beings with this 3D experience, it's really important that we don't opt out right now. I've mentioned this a few times. If you're a Patreon subscriber, you get those energy tips every week. Um, if not, you can go to the YouTube channel. There's the, the, the forecast or better understanding this month's energy as well as the truth talks. And I really pick up on, on those uh, collective processes there where I keep pointing out, you know, we have to really face our fears. The part in us that does not want to face this is our ego, guys, and why? Because it doesn't have a clue. It doesn't know what to do. There's no strategy, really. There's nothing, you know, that we can hold on to. The only thing we know for sure is how it was before. And even if we had a hard time before, there's a part in us right now, and this is our, this the survival, you know, part in us that just wants things to go back to the old, even though it was often not even what we wanted. And through this sort of forced reality check that is coming in through collective energies right now, we have to understand now what the meaning of inner connection and inner experience really is. What can we learn from? connecting with and obviously it's about calming ourselves down and not being uh, too overwhelmed not not being too overrun by anxiety and depression those are always the benefits of mindfulness or meditation or transmission work you know where you really go into an experience there's more than there though guys there's hands-on inner guidance there's a hands-on compass in there that tells you exactly what you need. Maybe what you are neglecting right now. Or what it is that, that can make you move forward. That can help you. right? And this is the part here that was blocked today. Granted. You know, distracted. And and uh, uh, sort of uh, in, in a conflict with what is going on. The, the resistance here. There's not really wanting to see things the way they are that's part of our ego perception because our ego perception thinks that it has to be in a certain way or certain expectations come with it or even our pessimism is part of our ego perception, guys. In fact, it is all ego perception, negativity. Anyone who is in the now who is really standing in their own authority and uh, seeing their own self-selection, their own, you know, sort of self-responsibility in choosing whom they want to act as, whom they want to become, can see the opportunity, can see that exploring new things, trying new things, not doing the same as uh, the old is actually What creates optimism? What brings in hope? What brings in the courage to deal with what is? So it's not enough to just see truth, to wake up to truth. I know you guys are all
2: awakened, okay? It's about
0: choosing to get up choose what you want to do and who you want to be, and this is a 3D thing. Guys, we can't on one hand resist our 3D experience and then on the other sort of fantasize uh, some kind of uh, ascension dream, okay? This this doesn't work. This is not how uh, this is designed here, our 3D experience, okay? Our 3D experience is there for us as these soul beings to bring this to translate this here into the 3d and literally infuse everything that we do that we say that we feel that we create with this divine love that is in us we are emissaries here we are representatives of this divine creation energy guys just to remind you on this and yes of course there are times where this is easier and if we could all sit on a mountaintop and somebody else would cook and clean and pay the bills then we would all be enlightened, right? <laughs> but that's not the 3D reality for the majority of us. So what is it really that we are up against here when you divide this through, you into these different experience levels, these different layers of experiences? Obviously, the physical here is the densest layer of our experience, is in the scene, It's in the sensing, you know our five senses and uh some more, we have the emotional and the intellectual, the cognitive part here as well, as part of the seen world as part of the three d world and those are the things that if we for example, don't think that we have a soul self and don't regularly experience this as our inner experience, well then we can feel too bound to three d Okay, this is uh, then when our mind can overrun us, when our emotions can overwhelm us, and when we basically end up in uh, all kinds of psych- psychosomatics, you know, mystery diseases uh, and and problems with our body, okay, because we're not really processing our experience fully. We're too much focused on the material itself and have no conception and no context for why we're even here. So this is one part of this inner conflict. And the other part, and this is a typical new age problem, you know, is that we ah, we just uh, cut ourselves off from our emotions and from our physical, it's lower anyway, right? And we just focus on the spiritual, just focus on the etheric and the energetic. You know, do astral traveling and take lots of drugs and, you know, try to connect with God this way. Uh which is also imbalance and not in harmony and resists, you know, the the other part, the, the 3D part of it. So either way, whether it's the seen or the unseen aspects of our life, guys, if we resist one of them, and in this session it felt particularly resisting, here these, um, the, the you know, the 3D part, the denser part, so the hourglass kind of showed exactly how it's contracted right here, cut off, okay, and the lower part Uh, Needs to be paid attention to but at the same time also The energetic part, you know, where we actually really work with our energetic sensitivity And use this, you know, for hands-on guidance and for that one we have to learn how to listen to it We can't just sit there and wait For what the visions or the guidance to come in. That's not how this works. We have to self-select we have to choose all right, that we want to de- do this, and if we just sit there and wait, then we're not seeing a future. This is part of our ego perception. This is what makes it hard, and you can tell then you get into anxiety, you get into depression, and then you give up on your physical, and then you know you're um, not really uh, immersed, you're not really permeated by this divine creation energy anymore. So, that's then when. become very negative so this is really the the danger here of this time we have to process this and uh, this is a very um, comparable with these stages of grieving i'm sure you've all heard about this these six stages of grieving from uh, Kubler-Ross denial anger bargaining depression exploring and accepting and this particular session was all about accepting it was all about really integrating things into the 3D to merge these two things to go into harmony harmony with it and to see new hope and to have a vision. All right so this is my my roundup here how I perceived the themes the deeper energetic themes and everybody else please chime in what would you like to share with us? Where do you see yourself? Uh, what you know, do you struggle with? And then I'm gonna close uh, uh, with uh, some suggestions that I have for you on how to work on this. Who wants to share?
3: I'll I'll share some a little bit. Um, I, you know, a big theme that kind of came in is, you know, the field went wide and then contracted and then off to the side and forward and around. And um, there was a tendency to want to check out because going in um, meant that there was all of this you know, the the actual experience of the the collective, you know, chaos and stuff that's going on. And one thing that came into me, which sounds kind of like a non-brainer, is that, you know, the truth is what carries you through the change, right? That Mm -hmm. sounds really simple. But when you really go deeper into that and knowing, okay, this is what all of this has been about, this truth training, right? Mm -hmm. So you can kind of count on that as the center. You remember everything. And, um, you know, that center kind of keeps you there. Um, And I have to work at this. I have to really work at this. I practice this in all different ways, um, even physically, um, to kind of practice this idea of holding that center Even when you can feel your body or your emotions or your energy, you know, being pulled back and forth. And I I like to compare this to like a gyroscope, if you know what that what that is. Can you explain that real quick for everybody? So when you know, a gyroscope, it's kind of like um, it's an actual device. It's like a tangible thing. And it has all of these out outer layers that spin and move and wobble. They go up, down, around, side to side. They wobble back and forth, right? But in the mm-hmm. center is a sphere. And that mm-hmm. sphere is constantly adjusting in little micro motions to accommodate mm-hmm. the several layers, layers around it that are moving and spinning, right? So it's always... Cool analogy. Know, but, yeah. yeah. So um, this is the way um, I talk about it when I talk about it even physically or or energetically that, you know, to kind of remember that, that that visual kind of helps, you know, whatever that works. So um, for me in this one, that visual, that center was the truth, Mm -hmm.
0: right? And that's a little of blocked right now, this is like yeah. this part here where we want to connect, we really long to connect,
3: mm-hmm.
0: this came in in many different uh, ways, okay, this reflects differently for each of you, but um, but you know, for mo- most of us it, it really goes into this contraction, you know, so it's almost like a withholding, we want to connect but we don't, we don't, and so this, gyroscope that you just described, you know, this inner function of adaption and uh, harmonizing isn't working. It can't work because we're, we're blocking it and we, we have to identify what it is that blocks that. Amanda, what was your impression during the session, what the main sort of resonance or the, the main emotion was that blocks this as, at the moment for people?
3: Um, for me, it felt like because, it's easier to ride that drama um, wave up and down. Okay, even Mm. if it makes you dizzy, or even if it makes you, and this is the way I see it, especially when you go from mental to emotional, and you just start boinging up and down, like it totally misses the center, because it's going Mm. so fast, you know, one way or the other. Um, And, you know, I actually felt this going up and down. So it takes work to kind of bring that, you know, down to stop the boinging.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's like a, it's it's almost like it's almost like we go with the drama because yes. it's a welcome distraction,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. And it but it goes so far that we then forget, okay, yeah. where our center, where our power, our strength really lie, lies, and then and then we've, we 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 no longer feel courage or competence or agency as I, as psychologists call this you know to actually do something about it okay so self-selection is is all about overcoming the fear and say okay it sucks all right so but i'm gonna survive this so let's make the best out of it what can i do oh i need to explore new options oh there's new things i never looked at it this this way i never experienced it this way before oh there are some cool new opportunities. Oh, you know, this is like something that that I never knew I could really deal with or handle with. I'm experiencing myself now, sort of in my own competence, right? And I don't even realize how with no longer resisting, I am actually beginning to to activate my own creation energies. Stuff is starting to come out of me. And you know how often I've talked about bifurcation, right? How this reality split really begins to split our, our collective. That's what this is referring to. You know, the 99.9% or um, I'm just pulling this out of the air, 95% that just see themselves as victim and go with the drama of it and listen to the news all day and go back and forth. And what do we have to wear face masks or not? Or what? Listen, you know, to outside advice and and completely forget to go within and ask for inner guidance. What is the right thing to do here? What is true to me and what isn't? And what are my needs? What do I really need? What happens to, you know, this inner guidance and all these signals that come with it, like the emotions and the thoughts and all that that we shove away, they got to go somewhere, guys. And they will end up in the densest layer, they'll end up in the physical. And you see there's a color coding here between those two, right? I did this on purpose. There's obviously a color coding in regards to the chakras involved in these layers, the main chakras that that regulate this. Um, But you can also see really how uh, these, these grieving, you know, these adaptation processes, how they're also linked to not just the density layers of our existence, but also our energy centers. And when we block this level here, this, le- this layer where it's really about connecting and we go into this sort of repressed or withheld connection, okay, it ends up here. It ends up down here in resistance and everything comes to us as a shock. Everything just comes as a major drama. It is, and we see this too and we will see this even more in in our global events here to come that uh you know people go and and uh, face that fear and 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 go into blaming and anger and venting okay that's better though than complete resistance okay because here we are literally unable to do anything okay and yes it's very gloomish down there and you know, dark night of the soul, it feels apocalyptic, okay? When you hear, okay, it just is, all right? And you're like, okay, not how I thought it would go. Don't really, uh, not really sure if I like it, but I guess life goes on and I have to deal with this now. And this includes, of course, all layers of existence, so we can do this uh, energy talk and, and of course, uh, give you, you know, tons of sort of uh, energetic uh, things that sound mystical and all, but um, I think it's time that we uh, really understand that this is all very practical, okay? So, connecting with our, in our higher power, what we just, as, for simplicity reasons, call true self, all right, so that the mediator between our, immortal or eternal soul self and the 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 bound the 3d bound ego self all right is right there for us in that in the center of that gyroscope okay to inform us about what we need to change what we need to let go of so for most of you it's about letting go not letting go of your life letting go of your expectations, your false perceptions, your you know your identifications, your idealizations, all the stuff that we call ego perception or false perceptions sometimes, because they have sort of a mindset or a, a certain belief underneath them and that is based on a certain assumption, okay? And the assumption is is that well, just like people in the stock market, uh, you know everybody in their right mind knows of course that the stock market can't keep going up and up and up and up, up forever okay everything that goes up must fall down right the law of gravity uh, but that's not even what i'm getting at what i'm getting at is that the ego really lives in this in this illusion bubble okay that uh, we can maintain everything the way it is and if you look at the larger context of things and and the world and gaia and Evolution itself, you realize that this would be c- completely uh, in, in, in opposition to how divine creation works. Nothing here in this world stays the same. Evolution in and of itself is about that. It is about the constant improvement and seeking the higher expression and bringing that which is expressed through these higher vibratory energies, you know, through the fact that we exist, through the fact that something exists, all right, just to prove for the existence of a higher power, all right, that this needs to come into expression and evolution is the, the, sort of the chronological development of that, where we, it just gets better and better. So who says that what we have to let go of right now is bad? Let me ask you here real quick. Who of you was really happy before you know the corona situation hit the world? Who of you was happy with everything that you had and uh, just wanted to keep it that way? Just wanted to keep
2: it that way, didn't want to change anything?
0: Okay, I'm asking again, there's no hand going up right now. Who of you was really happy? Now, I'm I'm not talking about little, you know, things that we work on and everything, but, you know, agreeing with the way the world goes, being really hopeful for humanity, for the planet, for technology, for our society. Who thought that our societies and the world that we're in were really healthy and going well?
2: Nobody's raising their hand. Okay.
0: I don't either because I didn't see it that way. I saw that it was very sick and that we have a very exploitative, very parasitic lifestyle here that we're damaging the planet, we're damaging ourselves, we're regressing in conscious level and creating more untruths. And what do we have now? The the forced confrontation, the confrontation with
2: untruths. Yes, the
0: very thing we have been waiting for, guys. The very wake-up call for our collective, okay? Is there gonna be a a transition in this transformation process? Of course. This is gonna take forever. Of course not. Will we see this golden age, this idealized world? Probably not. I don't think this will ever exist. Garden Eden or something like that. That's an ego idea but will we be able to see this this growth that is happening right now okay through the confrontation with untruth where all oh, the stuff that wasn't good anyway has fallen away okay including the expensive expensive shoes and the gucci um handbags and uh, all that because you know if you're in lockdown nobody sees it right so why would you want to spend all this money on stuff that nobody even cares about. If you can't really drive around with your car, you know, what do you need the expensive car for? Yeah, so much is falling away right now. Obviously new things are arising and this is the part that, that's interesting. Okay, it's not all good. You know, we we spent more time in front of our screens. Um, not that that's bad if if it's used in a, in a conscious way, we can do wonderful things. Like, Amanda, you do yoga every morning uh, remotely on Skype. We do daily meditations on Skype for everybody for free. Uh, we can do. We can learn a lot of things. People are starting to cook and to bake and to garden. All right. Uh, those are wonderful uh, developments, really. They're starting to take care of themselves, of their bodies. Yes, it's fear-based, but it's okay. All right, because it wasn't okay before anyway, and we knew it. So we are being reminded here through the confrontation with untruths. What needs to be changed? And this this is a very, very clear signal that is coming in here from our own personal true self and sort of the collective true self, if you will, which, which I would call the divine Wi-Fi. Okay, guys, wake up. you got to change something. So the best way to look at all this is to embrace it, even if we maybe lost our job, or if we you know, have to move, if we have to downsize. So what? That's where the power of renewal comes out of us. That's where we can recognize what we can truly create. So we can see ourselves in our own authority, resisting it. On whatever level it is that we resist it, either by being too far bound to the 3D or denying it and you know having these ascension dreams, okay, um, it's not going to get us there. The path is through the heart, guys, and that's where you find your true self and this wonderful information about what it really is that you need, that you want, who you are, and why you're here. It's the biggest crisis, purpose crisis right now for people, okay? And that's because they're not asking themselves those questions. They're just saying, oh, I don't see who I am and why I'm here because I can't do the things that I did before. I can't go out to the nightclub. I can't coma drink. I can't do this and this. And that's why I don't know anymore why I'm here. There's nothing to look forward to anymore. Oh.
2: Well, maybe that's not who you were. So
0: the things that we are resisting, guys, is the seeking pleasure or avoiding pain. It's, it's coming from the ego perspective. And you have to understand that, that that's you know the part in you that blocks that. So without going on a further rant here, thank you guys for sharing. Yes, Janet, yes, it was very much a clearing of emotions and second chakra. This is still going on. We all need to recharge in that area. Yes, we need to up our emotional processing. If you are in the sacred self-healing community, guys, we just had a wonderful webinar, yes, last night, the training call called uh, Energetic, uh, sorry, uh, emotional processing part one, and there'll be a part two you soon with self-assessment and all that it's really really cool to work through this yes we have experienced this before we know what we need to change you all know it well yes and annette you you're pointing this out here this is one of the social issues that we are facing right now that many people actually having trouble spending so much time together with their loved ones and their family. Oh, well, yes, it's it's difficult. There was a 25% rise in domestic violence and it's not fun. All right, so we need shelters. We need people who help in the community. We need, you know, lots of healers, guys. Many of you are healers or feel a calling there for a reason because we need them okay, we need to learn to communicate better, we need to learn to express our emotions better, we need to learn to share, so let me just uh, real quick here, give you a list of things that this session brought forward as to what you can do, and then uh, I'd I'd love it if you just shared or asked or, you know, commented, so the number one thing that we all need to do is grounding, so this is really important for our energy to really be here, to to even be able to, to do all these mindfulness things, uh, you know, to be in the present moment, and how do you do this? There are some suggestions here in our forum as to how to ground yourself. But the idea is really that you really connect with the ground, that you push your energy into the ground. You can lean against a tree, maybe this helps you, um, and you know, visualize your own energies that are going down with the tree roots into the earth, you can uh, connect with the heart of Gaia, you can spend more time with nature, Uh, those are typically experienced as very grounding experiences. But in my experience as energy coach really it's just the awareness that you need to do it and in that moment you're already ground. So it's very similar to this uh, awakeness, you know, You, you know that you're awake when you In the moment, right now, make it aware to you that you're awake. And if you're not aware that you're awake, you're not, you sleep. Okay, so it's really just the thought of doing this more frequently. And obviously it helps to take your shoes off. It helps to actually feel something underneath your feet. Then um, big, 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 big time here in this session, more water, guys. Connect with more water and drink lots more water. Your kidneys are already stressing out. Dehydration leads to higher levels of anxiety and higher levels of depression. It leads to lower levels of metabolic functions. Your heart has to pump harder. Your digestion doesn't work well, and that lowers your immune system. Not a good thing, at least in these times, it's one of the simplest things, along with getting more sunlight, you know, that can protect you from from a COVID-19 infection. Then, you know, and this is very particular here for energetically sensitive, to really heed your needs, to really listen to your inner signals. If you get an inner no, then just don't do it. You don't need to explain yourself. You don't need to justify anything. And if you need more sleep, because you're tired and exhausted from all this adrenal fatigue, well then take a nap or meditate. Right Or take a day off from work if you can't handle it anymore. And think about, you know, whether you might want to change the job. Okay, things like this obviously depends on your situation. Probably the most effective thing to change your energy is to install something like a, a ritual every day. Okay, so obviously everybody talks about this and this is new but this came forward here in the session to really first and foremost I would say learn to focus on what works and what you're good at and what is really there and you know I think I would get stressed if the sun would disappear but for as long as I can see a sunrise and a sunset very beautiful here in Florida it always helps me to tune into appreciation and gratitude for just, for just being here. And then you can go a step farther and really recount all these things that, that you're grateful for and that you truly appreciate in your life. Things that you appreciate, but appreciate about your father, uh, your partner, your job, you know, just your own being, your body. Okay. Um, That is a very important connection ritual, and you can combine this, of course, with what so many success coaches suggest a morning ritual, you know, like sort of setting your task list and everything. You know, I'm not a big fan of setting a task list um, because most of you have performance issues already, and that just increases your critical inner voice. Instead, I would suggest to you that you use this time you know, to really ground, to really connect, drink your water in that time, relax, maybe do heart breathing, do this appreciation, or a little meditation, and then think of the one thing that you can feel thats that you're really struggling with. The one thing, bring it in front of you, you know, use both your hands like a screen in front of you and put the one thing that you feel like you struggle with the most, it doesn't matter what it is, but put it in your hands, and look at it and then feel into it and ask yourself, what is it that I can do today, right? To face this a little better or to do something about this or to contribute to a solution or to shift my energy today. That's the goal for my day. And yes, you can also combine this with activities. You can also add, um, you know, sort of good sort of activity rituals into your life you can start your day with exercise you can start your day with making your bed or cleaning up your kitchen or something like that that gives you a sense of accomplishment you know but I'm telling you if you do all of this together in one thing 15 minutes every morning get up 15 minutes early take your phone put your headset in put in energy alignment or some nice music no news nothing Go outside, walk in nature for 15 minutes, ground yourself, take your water bottle with yourself, with focus on your breathing, focus on what you appreciate, allow the one thing that you struggle with to come forward and make a plan for one thing today. 15 minutes, guys. 15 minutes. Now, if you want to be really good about it, you know, you can do yoga then, uh, Uh, online, you can do this uh, in the woods, you know, or you can come to our daily uh, free meditations on Skype or um, something that I will offer here, uh, starting very soon, I just have to get uh, maybe other facilitators together, a daily alignment. Denise Parada is already offering something like this and I do this normally only for the people who are part of my Soul Self journey, Program that's a VIP program, the personalized energy training, um, where I do an alignment with thumb. And this is a mixture of a transmission and a meditation every day at the same time. And I'm planning on doing this at midnight Eastern US time. So for some of you, it will be morning, for some of you, it will be evening. So this doesn't really matter. You know, this ritual. Uh, can be done twice a day. I think that's actually even the best way to do this where, you know, you use the second one before you go to sleep to recapitulate. But this is how you can connect with yourself, how you can deepen this connection, how you can, you know, facilitate actually hearing your inner guidance, feeling your inner power and having a true inner experience. So those are my tips for you guys. Any more tips or any comments? Um, I'm reading some of your comments. The physical at the physical 3D level. I
1: have a question for you. Oh yeah. Okay. It's just a small question. When you're when you're speaking, uh, you're using the term "in this time." What are you referring to? You mean in this time of the
0: COVID thing? Um, you know consolidating into that or just in this time right now when we're existing is there a beginning and end to it like for the summer yeah. in this time like today okay july 18th here currently 654 okay this time that you're paying attention to okay i talk about months i talk about years i do forecast predictions all the time and give time frames for specific things okay But what I am talking about is evolution, is growth, is maturity, self-selection, self-responsibility in this time where we are forced to accept reality even more so. So I'm not specifically just referring to the COVID situation. I'm referring to this time right now that you are listening to this, that you are hearing my voice right now, okay? And all times, because all places are here and all times are now, Janet. Nothing is different tomorrow. You're
2: still gonna be the same person. Did this
0: answer your question? I mean, did this, you know, it, it's not about, this isn't about a protection, guys. I'm just, you know, really referring to what is going on. Who of you does something similar like a like a morning ritual or a going to bed ritual where you um, sort of consciously connect, maybe do with, in combination with self-care, um, Deeper inner connection. Okay, that's quite a lot of you guys. That's wonderful. That's almost half of you. Yeah, you know we can always improve on this. Um, You know, it's not so much uh, really what we do; it is the the consciousness with which we do this, the self selection. Each time you consciously connect with yourself, and you can use For instance, the the five-minute true self invocation for this. You can go to SoundCloud. There's wonderful, wonderful energy alignments for each month. You'll see they're very similar, but not. The energy is different every month. You can go on YouTube, okay, and watch the videos there that have all kinds of explanations, all kinds of trainings, all kinds of reflections, truth talks analysis of certain things and so forth, to just tune yourself in. That too is tuning yourself into yourself, right? So you can always improve on that, but don't get hooked on the form, okay? Do something, whatever it is, that helps you to connect within and that helps you to reflect so that you can better hear your inner true self voice.
1: Hello. Hi there. Hi. Um, in terms of what you're just talking about, Yona, I found a really cool way to keep it simple for me. And I, I have my camera, my phone with me at all times, out of habit, <laughs> bad habit, maybe. But uh, I go into nature and it doesn't matter how far into nature. Maybe it's walking past somebody's house. And I go like microscopic and I take a picture of even if it's just a weed because it pulls my focus right into that. Like it's always a nature picture. It's a cat. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even I have space see stuff with these pictures, but I really find it takes me out of the mental and it pulls me to a place that I would rather vibrate at and that is the creation that's evident in front of me that that's been a powerful tool for me and i didn't recognize it as such until i started reflecting on all of these incredible pictures that are there and that's how it started that's that's
0: a good idea i mean you, you you said it it's for for redirecting your focus on something in nature that you find there for people who are visual this works really well um for mm. people who are more tactile it would be the equivalent would be to maybe sit by a tree or touch a tree or hug a tree actually or touch touch a flower or the snow or depending on what uh, kind of climate situation you have um for others is uh, you know uh, looking going to the beach looking at the waves um so some some of us need more of a tactile reminder and for some of us it's really Uh, just about uh, recognizing that these 15 minutes that we carve out, and I would recommend not to carve them out, but to actually assign them, to allocate them, uh, you know, that these are extremely important recharge time. So whatever it is that bothers us, okay, that we carry in our mind, and not everybody just carries the mind around. Uh, Some of us also carry a lot of emotions around, and we can't get out of them, okay? Then the tactile experience or just the simply getting up and doing one action, okay, will already help to shift our energy. It's a very good suggestion, Cheryl. Thank you.
1: Yeah. um, What I've noticed for me recently and what came in the session was really like creating a space. Like um, a space where I feel comfortable. I feel safe in order to um, kind of do those routines, like whether it's my bedroom or um, living room or just something of like creating something different or new um, that makes it feel more like me or maybe has more, um, less clutter came forward. <laughs> A lot of less clutter
0: and, and I don't know, space making. Does that so, sense? so the same, in, in, in the space sense, Instead of time, you're allocating a certain Mm -hmm. space to that, to that connection. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's a very good suggestion. Um, You know, it's really important that we have space that we can allocate uh, for this, uh, sort of a a sacred space, as a precious space, and that we learn to inhabit. This has a lot to do with our physical integration here okay when you don't inhabit your physical space and this includes your living situation we've talked about this on another occasion uh, then your energy becomes very permeable very susceptible to intruders it becomes very susceptible to outer energies okay so inhabiting ourself which is basically what's behind this connection with your true self um, is what protects your energy and also what makes you less susceptible for this unwanted absorption that many of you have and etheric attacks. Very cool, thank you, Becky. Does anybody want to share anything or have a question? All right, then uh, let's close here. Uh, if you guys want to comment or inquire about your energies, uh, you can do so in the energy forum that comes with every session and uh, there will be multiple people that make comments, and if you formulate a question for us, then we can respond to this. Uh, so with the recording here, you received the, the forum uh, uh, thread, how to get there, and uh, how to post and comment. And thank you so much, guys. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for contributing. Thank you for trusting. And I hope that you all had a good inner you know, experience. Okay, an experience uh, here uh, during the session and following and uh, I hope you come next month uh, check out the calendar for August that coming that's probably coming out next week yeah thank wonderful you. Thank, thank you, you all <laughs> all called facilitators yes for holding the field for everyone and for creating this healing space Bye-bye.